All right. This is Well You See, or at least that's what we're calling it so far, episode one. Uh, bear with us. We don't know what we're, what we're doing because we just figured this out. And I'm Adam Hiley. Uh, I'm Samuel Vanilla. And are, are we sure this is called episode one? Are we, are we like locking that in? Uh, yeah, I'm going to call it episode one just because. Um, and we have an episode zero that you may or may not ever hear. That's fair. Uh, with us today is uh, my wife, Brandy. Hi, I'm Brandy Manila. So we, um, the plan of this is basically comes from the fact that Sam and I used to have long, deep dive, nerdy conversations about stuff when we got to work in the morning. And we missed that because, you know, pandemic times. And so this is an excuse to do that and get into nerdy stuff. Um and we're starting with Grimm, the TV series, because we all just happened to have rewatched it recently. Because we have a lot of time on our hands. Yes, a, an epic amount of time. I mean, I think, God, you guys pounded through that in what, like a month or something like that? I, I think it was more like two weeks. Worth it, though. <laughs> worth it. It's it's always worth a rewatch. Oh, it, it, is, it is such a good show. Yeah, the, for me, it was, it was my first full, like, post- cancellation rewatch i had uh, seen it live on air i think it was for us too we've started a rewatch a few times yeah. but always gotten distracted always midway through season one uh, yeah it, it's, it's very it's a, excellent uh storytelling and cgi <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah absolutely fantastic storytelling and cgi uh right totally. <laughs> absolutely uh it's a great show, though, but not not season one. <laughs> I mean, they had to I mean, come on, but world build, right? It always yeah, takes a while it... to get into a new world, and season one is where they actually do all of the Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah. You know, they they just knock them out, like you know the the red little Red Riding Hood and the three bears and all the the various things. Um, I mean, it's like ultimate like combination of police procedural and monster of the week. And like they just ran with that, which is <laughs> fine. <laughs> yeah. Much like, this week we're doing Cinderella. Got it? Cinderella. <laughs> Go. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> they did. No, it, it, it was definitely good. I, I, I enjoyed it as a show. I would probably rewatch it again at some point. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, 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 and to, to give background, part of the reason why we're talking about this is Sam and I both get super deep into nerdy like sci-fi and mythology things and grim is a good one because it's chock freaking full of all of the mythology i i mean that's one of the things i i most enjoy about it is once they get out of just doing literally grim's fairy tales they really dig into all like mythologies from all over the globe like i think it's oh totally it's probably the only like pop piece of pop culture i've seen that uses like filipino and like stuff and you're like oh okay cool <laughs> that's a fair point yeah they get they get into some that like the normal um you know white anglo-saxon protestant european americans would not have any clue of because we're, we're just not used to those um those stories and whatnot yeah and, and, I, I, and really there there were even a couple of um like south american uh you know ones that like i had never even heard of yeah, there's that, and then the uh, La, 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 La Llorona. Llorona. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that okay. Thank you. I shouldn't even try to just like Sam pronounce it for me. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll just I'll get you a like a, a sound clip of just Spanish words and you just like a sound box. <laughs> you need to. Yeah, that and that you know that we've kind of got it in our so It's like one of the one of the particularly interesting ones because it was one of the ones that like wasn't Vesson per se. It was kind of like a ghost demon thing. Yeah, yeah. A few of those come up throughout the series where like. You learn that, you know, Nick and the Grimms are, like, really used to dealing with Besset. And then there's, like, this other stuff that, like, even in the Grimm books, is like, I don't know. Just don't don't go down that alleyway, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also, like, the, um, what was it, the one that was, like, the protector of the thermal vents or whatever on the, on the mountains. Oh, yeah. It was, like, basically a fire demon. Yeah, but Vulcanalis, I think is what they called it. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. He was, and again, like not really. Well, I think I think there was a number of so-called Vessin in there that they were like, well, I guess that they're just always in their vogue form full time. Yeah, yeah. And even in like, because that 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 ties in with uh, something I didn't really catch on to the first time. That like Hexen Beast and Zauber Beast, like they keep calling them Vessin, but I don't think they are. Well, it's interesting right. with Hexenbeast particularly, and, and not so much Zauberbeast, because they never really dig into that one as much, that they can be made, and you can remove the Hexenbeast. Yeah. it it's To me, it always seemed more like a possession. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And you kind of get know. a glimpse of that with um, the suppression with Adeland. Right. I forgot about that, that they suppressed it and then it came back. Mm-hmm. But you also you see yeah. that struggle. You you get a visualization of the struggle of the Hex and Beast and the person. Yeah, that's a fair point. And it, it's it's funny, Sam. I, I, I'm i I'm trying to avoid it, but I keep... There's a bunch of things in, in uh, Grimm that I keep wanting to bring up that are similar to things in Dresden, but that's that's next episode. I mean, you, you, <laughs> could, you could bring it up. I think I, I, our... Well, our, our uh, Hypothetical fan base would have a crossover. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because like the, the Zauber Hexenbeast thing, is it Sauber or Zauber? I could have never, because it, it's German. Whatever. I am not good with German pronunciation. Okay. Yeah. Um, Zauber Beast, whatever. Like, it reminds me a little bit of the White Court vampires in Dresden, where it is a demon within that they are born with. Yeah. That can potentially be suppressed through very. Like, what is it if the the first person they make love to is like they actually love like the demon goes away like the, the white court vampires oh, in Dresden. i forgot about that address then with because yeah, yeah like they, they can be basically unmade and then be just normal human the demon goes away if they are actually in love with the person yeah huh. as opposed to I, like feeding I, on them i didn't put that together with because i mean that kind of comes up with like uh nick and uh adeline where like right she like becomes a better human because she's in love with nick yeah like it suppresses the. i mean they don't really like say that directly but it definitely happens like right on screen in front of you so that's fair although i also feel like she somewhat becomes a sort of becomes a better human because she doesn't have the hex and beast side of her for a while so she realizes like 
what it's like to actually have like human feelings. Well, well, also yeah. her, you see a really interesting character arc with her because she goes from being treated really poorly and um, just being used mm-hmm. for her power, essentially. Mm-hmm. So she, she, oh yeah, because she worked for that like law firm or whatever, right, mm-hmm. right. But I mean, it's it's right. everyone. It's it's the captain. It's Nick. It's all of the Nick's Nick's gang. Everybody treats her really, really poorly, and she lashes out. And when she starts being treated human, she acts more human. Yeah. Yeah, like that comes up when they like deal uh, Diana for the first time, and they go through the whole like, oh, we'll pretend to give her to the royals, and then we'll like secretly trick them into thinking the resistance stole her, but really give her to Nick, Nick's mom. That That whole like very straightforward and foolproof plan that they go through and like they just like don't tell her about that part at all and, and then she like right. kicks off the problems for the next rest of the series essentially and it's like well maybe if you guys would like looped her into that and been like all right like we did the best we could this situation like once we you know throw the king out of a helicopter like that was the plan like we'll get the baby <laughs> back yeah i mean that's kind of goes down the trope of so many stories where you could solve everything if they just communicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if you just actually talked about it. Yeah, like like five minute conversation, this would not be like fifteen episodes of drama. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that trope has a name, but I I hate it. And I have stopped watching shows over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it's like one thing if you've got something where it's like um you know, movies that'd be okay if just everyone had a, had a cell phone, but they didn't. But like, yeah, with that, it's like you could have called each other. You just refused to because you're being petty. Yeah. And, you know, now everything's just not working out. Well, I, I think Brandy brought this up to me first. The first time we watched it, it's like Grimm's are like genetically secretive for like no to, to no benefit to themselves or others. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, cause like Nick just keeps secrets like from Juliet, from Adelaide, from Hank, from Wu. Just like, if you just like did not do this, your life would be easier, dude. Well, I mean, if think about it, they're like, he's stuck with this burden of basically not being able to see something that no one's going to believe him. Like most people would think he's absolutely crazy. Like everyone in that show that finally finds out, finds out basically the hard way. Yeah. Like they have, it has to be proven to them because otherwise if he's just like, Hey, I see monsters. They're going to all think he's insane and put him in a loony bin. Yeah. So he doesn't want to, which then means he just gets used to like not trusting anyone. I mean, yeah, there's, you know, ways to approach that with people. You're not just like, I see monsters. Cause yeah, you're going to like, People are going to call someone in a white coat to come get you. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, in hell, his his aunt Mary or whatever, like, even tells him, like, you should you should dump Juliet or yeah. Juliet, yeah, yeah right now. You like you, um, you know, like nothing good can come of that and all that. But then, of course, he doesn't. But and um, and I mean, to be fair, nothing really good comes of that. But it's true. She does become a, a beastie, which was first terrifying and then like she was on the good side and it was fine i it was very the, the, oh the whole juliet eve situation is that you mean <laughs> yeah exactly like she remembers everything but she just doesn't care anymore mm-hmm. 
Well, I think it's it's like what they're trying to show, like compartmentalization of like she like has to separate those events from her current persona because otherwise, right. like you know, it would be too painful. I guess that's that's fair. Although, yeah, I don't. Who knows? They never fully explained like what happened. It made it sound like what was the organization, the shadowy organization, uh, Hadrian's Wall. That yeah, see, that's that's why I don't remember. It's a terrible well, name. They they hint pretty heavily at that she was the fact that she was basically trained as a soldier. So they yeah. separated her power from her humanity, and that's how she was able to compartmentalize. Because if she kept the emotional side up, she wouldn't be able to control the power. Right, that's fair. And yeah, because when she still had the emotional side, she was just messing up everything. Just killing people left and right, and, you know, burning down mixed mm-hmm. shit and all that stuff. That was one time so. she burnt down, you know, a priceless number of artifacts. Oh, it's it's fine. There was just, you know, stuff that had been handwritten over centuries. It's no big deal. Yeah, that, you just order new one on Amazon. Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I think that was part of one of, of many... Uh, like storylines that were cut short because the show was, uh, if you remember when it's live, it was always on the verge of being mm-hmm. canceled. And like, you could feel, right. you could feel the constant, like, well, we better wrap the season up just in case we don't get another season or even like, it... we might not get our back nine episodes. So like, let's get the mid season to a good point. Right. Yeah. Just so like it has something. Yeah. Sometimes I almost feel like networks do that just so that they'll, constantly be able to wrap it up so they don't have a show that's on a cliffhanger yeah i I could see like i could see like networks not wanting to pay for syndication if it's if it's a show that was just canceled with no resolution like no one's going to care to watch that again yeah yeah looking at you heroes (laughs) um (laughs) which i don't think it's syndicated anywhere so that's a good point yeah, it just they just kind of gave up. Exactly, it's like the the shows that people are like willing to rewatch and especially to buy and binge watch are the ones that like have an ending. Like if Grimm just ended mid season three with no resolution, we wouldn't be talking about it right now because no, no one would. We would just be mad for like a week or so and then move on to the next thing. Yeah, I, I think definitely think. I mean, especially like broadcast networks structure around around that around having like compartmentalization on episodes and right. like no loose ends to like wrap up. I mean, I, I personally, I think it hurts a lot of shows. Oh, for sure. Like if you could, if you compare it to like, you know, Netflix, Netflix originals that are, I mean, they have the same concepts, but they're on a season wide basis. So yeah. They, they get better bookends on things. Like, you know, you can take, I don't know, stranger things. Cause everyone loves stranger things. Yeah, like every like every season of Stranger Things could wrap up and you wouldn't stop anymore. But they also totally have like a continuity hook to pick up on, and in a in a different way, it's not a cliffhanger. It's it's yeah. The I think the only thing that I've recently seen that really wasn't like that, especially like from Netflix, was actually um the new Shira cartoon. Okay, which um the creators of that actually went to Netflix and basically said, we have 52 episodes. Okay. That's our plan. And Netflix said, cool, we'll do 52 episodes. So they knew from the beginning that that's what they had. And they planned on ending it at that point. Oh, that's neat. 
but it was done really well, which is what I'd rather. I'd almost rather a 10 or 20 episode series that they're just like, this is our story. We've told it. Well, you kind of got got that a little bit with The Good Place. And that's an an example of the network show that had that setup of, no, we're going to end it here, wrap up the story. And yeah, no, that's that's a great example because. I mean, yeah, they um, I think and I think that they planned mm -hmm. that from the beginning. I think those shows are, are better for it. Like uh, about about Shira though, because I, I ha- actually have not seen it, the new one. Uh, yeah, was that aimed more? Because obviously it's a reboot of an eighty show. Time. Was it aimed mm-hmm. at children growing up now, or was it more of a nostalgia for thirty to forty somethings that watched the original? Yes. Okay. Because obviously, if you're if you're making it just for children, you you have a different structure in mind than if you're making it for it's, people like it us. It is. It is not the same. I don't know. We're like completely off topic. It is not the same Shira, like as in the same actual person, person? Okay. as the original series. Uh, Princess uh, Adora. Yeah. Mind you, that's also her name in the new one, but it's not the same person. Okay. I, won't get into why or how you just need to watch it it's not it's not this yeah uh thanks for <laughs> laughing at me brandy um it's not the same person it is a different era effectively and yeah i think like i'm pretty sure that my niece and nephew got into it pretty pretty good i'm not sure they ever finished it um but like I've heard of kids actually really liking it, but it also is a huge, just nostalgia kick for anyone who's seen the original. That's cool. That's an accomplishment. They said way the hell off yeah. topic at this point, but I just, I was just curious. It, cause it does affect because you know, grim, definitely not a kid's show. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Especially the Krampus episode. I mean, I... Uh, no, I show that to my niece and nephew yeah. every year. <laughs> I'm to watch Krampus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, speaking, I, I, getting more back on topic. Yeah, I, I think the Krampus episode is one of my all-time favorite episodes in that, especially because the the guy that is Krampus is basically a Vessen, but he doesn't know it. Yeah, he's a Vessen three weeks yeah. a year. That almost goes and, back to more of the possession stuff we were talking about earlier, where he's not like right. Krampus isn't like part of him. Like you hear like Monroe and like Rosalie when they talk about it. Like even when they're not vogued, they have. Mm-hmm that personality affecting them. Monroe can go sniffing around the woods and finding things by smell yeah. and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And he struggles with urges yeah, that is, all that the is. time. Right. You know, even, even when he's not voked, he's, he's constantly the wolf. Right. Right. And that's why like, he's a vegetarian now and all that stuff. He's trying to, yeah, protect himself from that. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. That like, yeah. And like Krampus and like, I mean, maybe, I don't, I don't it, yeah it just he doesn't have like the regular guy doesn't have that he's just like whatever from some he just other wakes city. up panicked every <laughs> yeah. year after christmas or after the solstice and it's just like i <laughs> don't know what happened he's another Without guy another vendor. yeah i love that when he's like yeah not again <laughs> he's, like, he's, a, he's another guy that definitely cannot tell anyone about that without ending up in an institution. Because it's like, okay, right, guys, yeah. every year I black out for three weeks, and when I wake up, I'm covered in blood. Like, what should I do? 
I've eaten children, apparently. I'm sure he has no indication yeah, that he that... did. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, I mean he, the evidence is he makes him into soup or whatever. Consumed. <laughs> like my my question with that episode was, where does he get the soup from? Every like, is it stashed in the woods somewhere, or does it just I'm appear? I'm it appears. Because like at the end, when he's human again, no, but when he was human again, he yeah. still had it on. Oh, that's true. It wasn't like his skin or anything. Yeah, it wasn't like it grew well, out of I mean, him, which would be really cool. Nowadays, that time of year, huh. you could find Santa suits anywhere. That's fair. He probably just runs into a store and steals a Santa oh, suit. Oh, I was hoping he murdered a Santa, like a mall Santa, every year. Because <laughs> no one is like selling crap. Like, Krampus isn't walking into Party City like and being like, I need your best Santa suit. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, I mean, yes, that's that's fair. Now, I like to think that it, it <laughs> materializes for him and dematerializes because Krampus has been around far longer than Mall Santa's. Yeah, that's exactly. True. That's true. That, that is a good point. I mean, I'm sure that it's just one of those things that in reality, just the, the writers forgot to think about that. Well, fact. Yeah, they also needed fact. him to continue wearing the suit when he transformed to make it clear to the viewers that it was the same guy. There's the same dude, yeah. It was a continuity thing. I mean, it, the whole show kind of operates on like comic book logic around clothing because, like, there's like the Manticores who like get oh, a, God. A, a scorpion thing out of their butt at some point, but then they're like, <laughs> "What? Well, why have your pants though?" Like, you don't know the mending the, bills. The pants. <laughs> The pants just have a Velcro butt. <laughs> like, like, the seam down the back is just Velcro. And it's <laughs> yeah, that's one of those like like TV magic things where it's like we think about it now because we're talking about it for hours. But when you're watching the show, you don't even key on to these things. Um, I would like to disagree. <laughs> the The first time you watched the Manticore episode, you were like, what about his pants? Hundred percent. Well, that's a different problem. <laughs> well, so the the funny thing is, I now picture you just like in front of your TV, like not even with your wife, just by yourself yelling at TV about what what's going well, on. What's interesting about that uh, is um, yes. there's the fire starter, not not the volcano guy, the fire starter who takes his clothes off. Yeah, right. He, I think he just likes being naked. Maybe that's also possible. I mean, he was really yeah, swollen, right. so like. <laughs> I forgot about that guy. Wasn't that like he like exuded like fat from his no. hands or something? That was, those were the dragons. The, um, no, that was the Damon that was the Damon Fury. Yeah, he's the guy yeah. they get with the super soakers and like explode him, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, they fill super soakers with some something stuff. Yeah, something, and then shoot him with them. Yeah, I feel like they just had a you know. Uh, ad deal from Milton Bradley or whoever the hell makes the super soakers. Uh, I, uh, I remember, I don't know who has it now. Probably Hasbro because they own all the right. toys. That's what I, yeah. that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Whoever makes Nerf, I think it's the same company, yeah. but yeah, no, it's not guy. That's fair. He didn't want to like burn his clothes off. But, yeah. That, that was, a, that was a weird episode. Yeah. Sam, but I mean, Given what we're currently trying to do a podcast about, do you really doubt that I would watch a TV show and immediately like start having an aneurysm over how bad things are sometimes? No, that's that's fair. I remember hearing you talk about the new MacGyver when it came out. <laughs> immediately, I, you were immediately angry about that. 
Yeah, if if you want to see another good show like that, watch Netflix's new space series about going to Mars called Away. And I had to stop watching it because they were like three months into their journey to Mars and still having live video chats with people back on Earth. Don't don't worry about it. I I think that stuff is worse because it's like that's a science based show. Like, yeah, she's not like a wizard going to Mars. She's like a right. regular person. We're like with like stuff like Grimm. I'm like okay, like I already I'm already accepting that people turn into werewolves. Like I could I could glean over some other details in the meantime. Yeah, speaking of werewolves and Krampus, that like the whole Krampus thing, because later on they talk about how like he basically the dude like before Christmas comes to comes to Portland so that Nick can take care of him. But then again, they like they never speak of it again. Um, but it, it always reminds me of uh, what was it Oz from Puffy? Yeah. Like they would just always like lock them up every month or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's kind of an implication with Krampus that he is—he's not from Portland. Yeah, I think he was like from Colorado. He gets pulled or something to like different that. places every year. Yeah. I, so, so along with his suit, magicking. I, I I assume that he's like magic Santa to wherever the bad kids are. Like, give him the suit uh-huh. and like, drop him off somewhere. Santa, sh- yeah, Did Santa shows this? off and just like, and then Krampus, I'll pick it up. Tonight we ride. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. I that pick care of the out. good ones. You eat the bad ones. <laughs> yeah, and they just have to pick a city around the world every year because, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, although like it. They really had like uh, a missed opportunity for doing like you know every time it's like every once in a while a TV show will do an episode where it's like not the main storyline not the main cast it's like what happened while other stuff was happening yeah and I it really would be funny if like they had Krampus was trying to fly into Portland so that like Nick could put him up in some cage and then like his flight was delayed and he's getting like really nervous because the solstice is almost upon them and you know. He turns into Krampus in the airport, yeah, or something like that. I mean, those are usually my favorite episodes. I love. Uh, I forget what episode, what the name of the episode is called, but it's in Buffy where there's like an episode about Xander, and like he's like right. he, he's off running around the the zombie people. Oh yeah, and like, there's clearly some, right. there's some other thing happening with like the main Scooby Gang, but right. And I forgot that yeah, Buffy would do that all the time. Where mm-hmm. like there'd be an episode, and then there'd be the what happened during this episode. Yeah. You know, thing. but you never or find out about that they... one. Like whatever Buffy oh. and everyone were doing, like it was just some other apocalypse. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, right. The I forgot. Yeah, they had one where it was like really bad stuff. Or something. I, I think there's a couple they did where it was like they did explain it later on. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I like that right. one because yeah. there's no explanation of what. Like, it's just mm-hmm. don't worry yeah. about it. Stuff was stuff was bad. It's fine. This is normal in the Buffy universe. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Grim didn't really do. They didn't really have a lot of B stories in the like at all. No, they're pretty much the the one I think they did the best with was the Aswang episode because the focus character right. of the oh, episode the was character. Wu. <laughs> Especially when he gets oh, Pika yeah, and starts eating everything. Yeah. <laughs> He really did. Oh, poor Wu. He gets put through way too much. And way been sooner. Like, yeah, way the first time that he was. got, like, whammied, what was it? It was because he ate the cookies that were for Tank? Yeah, yeah, the magic cookies. Yeah. And then, like, the, the point where he's, like, just yeah. eating random crap, they're like, okay, Wu, like, we need to tell you some stuff. Besides the fact that, like, 
eventually they had it down to kind of a science where they'd be like, okay, Monroe, Rosalie, and um, what was it? Bud. Yeah. Do your thing. Yeah. Well, I love the first time they did that and Monroe's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then they're mm-hmm. like, wait. Maybe not you first. Yeah, <laughs> let's start small. You should go last. Let's do the two, let's do the yeah. beaver and the fox first, and then we'll do the the evil demon yeah. wolf. Because you can't be mad at the fox. Like even all the times when like Rosalie is like angry mode, it's just still just like adorable like fox face, and you're like, I. She's still adorable. Yeah, she's effectively like a cartoon fox. Yeah, this is like what she looks. Yeah, like. Yeah, I got, got like the button nose and everything. And you're like, I, I know you're mad and you could kill me, but I. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I just exactly. want to poop this new. And then yeah, Bud, who's just apparently, which it's always weird with because they call them ice beavers, yeah. I guess. But it's like, okay, are, are there ice beavers beaver, that yep. only live in icy climates? I don't think so. No, no, it's it, it, it's back to German. It's ice ice beaver, so it's E I S beaver, oh. which I don't know enough German to know what that means off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I, which I have, I have the internet have now. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's ice. See, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is ice. So, yeah, it is exactly. ice. Oh well, then ice is ice. I stand corrected. Yeah, yeah. twice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I only know that because it's. So now I can't think of the whole term, but for ice cream in German, because that was important. Whenever I'm over there, you gotta have some ice cream. Well, what's the difference for ice cream? Mm-hmm. I gotta know now. Okay. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Now we're getting way off topic. We have a topic. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah, it is. Ice cream. Ice cream. E i s c r e m e. Well, then I yeah. yeah I don't I guess maybe there are like summer beavers too. We just don't get to see those because I mean Portland's cold. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're... Oh yeah, that that's the one I was thinking. The the important one at, at a place that we found in Switzerland one time that had very awesome strawberry ice cream and it's Erdbeer ice. That's what you'd call it. Lovely. Yes. <laughs> Which could also apply for like a yeah, like, like a smoothie thing. Frozen, hey, look, Sam, it's on topic. Don't like give me that look. It's on topic. Or... It's German. Yeah, and Grimm is full of German. That is an interesting choice. Like they like, I guess it goes back to the brothers Grimm or yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But that that does bring up a great point though. Grimm, it yeah. bugs the crap out of me that all of the American Vessen still know everything in German. Which ones are the oh like the the Vessen that live in America or well yeah. Like Monroe and Bud and all of them, they're all used to all the German terms, but the German terms mostly seem to come from old country slash the Grimm's. Well, I don't think they're that separated from the old country because, like, Rosalie still like knows people in Europe, etc. Like, I think they're they're like they're not like fifth generation mm-hmm. or anything. They're like that's fair, and they. they... They make it very clear that all of these stories are handed down to the Vessen just like they are to non-Vessen. So you have you have the Grimm's tales and things like that that are handed down more That's directly. Fair. I wonder if they have a version of like, you know, we have like the the Grimm fairy tales where like are they still the Grimm fairy tales but instead like it's the Vessen version where it's I all, think there's, there's you you see you know, like hints of those because I think yeah. at one point um when they're hunting the uh the scalper guys Monroe pulls out right. like a kid, a kid's book. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And um, Rosalie, when she gets kidnapped yes. by the Fessen kids who yeah. are who want a mom, uh, right. she tells them one of those stories. Yeah. And, and and much like real Grimm's fairy tale, the 
it comes down to, and then the kids got murdered. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I, I love reading the original one because you're like, tight. what is the? Is there a moral to this story? Because like the kids just get murdered at the end, and it's not clear that they had agency to prevent it. Yeah, the moral is don't be a bad child, otherwise you will be murdered by evil creatures. Yeah. Well, for the Grimm stories, it's to teach the kids to be afraid of Grimm's Grimm's fairy tales, like the ones we have. They often, like, the kids just die with very little agency. And you're like, well, I mean, it's like, you know, Little Red Riding Hood. It's like, you know, don't go walking in the woods by yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's basically you should have known better. But like, they did it, so yeah, you better like, know Hansel better. And like, to really put the parents just like in take it. the kids out, and then the kids get captured by a witch. And it's like, well, what's the lesson here? <laughs> did they ever do a Hansel and Gretel? They did. It was the one with the they guyers, with the did. homeless kids that are getting organ harvested. Oh, yeah, that was. Hansel I didn't and Gretel. really like read that as Hansel and Gretel, but I can see that now. The puka shell necklace is oh, the breadcrumb. Oh, right, because she leaves that. Yeah, she breaks it up. Okay. And, and there was a handful of those that were like tenuous yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that was the end. The, the clinic lady um, gets thrown into a fire. So. Oh, yep. okay. Yeah. And I mean, it, was pretty, it was pretty tenuous the, as far as like nose, yeah. story points, but that's 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 the answer to the episode. I think it's in season one as well. Yeah, because most most of the classic ones are all season so. one, and then they just start doing other like they start either doing stuff from other um, cultures, other uh, cultures, or just made up mm-hmm. whatever. Um, I mean, I guess not all of them are made up, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. The where were we? I don't know. I, I don't know. The I, other... Yeah, the 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 physical change ones are that are. The coolest ones, I think, because they the ones that get like weird powers, like the manticores and like the bee people who like can inject venom. Oh and all, right, all this stuff, yeah. and you're like, that's. Do they have to go like special doctors? Because otherwise, they're like, you have like blood toxicity. <laughs> I mean, I I would assume that. I mean, there's like there's Vessin. Hell, there was one episode where there was a Vessin therapist specifically. I don't remember that one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fertility That's clinics, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, yeah. clinics yeah. and the rabbits for the episode. Yeah. So <sighs> terrifying. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. Like I, I assume that they just do. I don't know if they have a vest in yellow pages or something, but you know, it's just the, the vest in yellow yeah, pages are, are in German. That. That's why they have to all know German. In in many. Oh right. Okay. In many ways. Rosalie is sort of like a, a yes. best doctor. She's a, a healer. Um, so that's also a connection point for the community. You see that quite a lot where Vessin will come in and they have very specific needs. And if she can't yeah, she treat them, she will and, point and them. That. Well, and I think there's even like one point where, yeah, because clearly like in their culture, the whole like sp- the local spice shop is like an important thing. Mm-hmm. Cause like she was the one that was, had mm-hmm. the, um, had the contact information for the senior council or whatever yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. the best in council. Senior council. I, I almost called it the white council. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. There's too many councils, man. 
um but yeah the the vesting council and whatnot like so like you know she was supposed to have that because i think it was like her father had had it had the the contact information yeah i I always thought of her as like the the sheriff of portland for them because like whenever there's any kind of problem they like show up to to her spy shop and like what are you gonna do about it it's like i don't know yeah Yeah, i know It, it is funny how much just like ridiculous crap they get into because of because of all of that um on this rewatch yeah. i was saying it would be a much uh shorter the episodes would be shorter if the episodes were just like woo and hank and rosalie solving the problems because they <laughs> they tend to be the ones with solutions oh, yeah. and everyone else is like complicating it in some way yeah nick doesn't exactly lend a lot to these no, I mean, he's if more of a hindrance than off, anything there else. For it. But other than that, it's mostly not great. Yeah, that's a fair point. Which I always find it interesting with that. It's like I get it that he's like destroying evil and stuff, but man, Nick has outside of the law murdered so many people. <laughs> oh yeah, like right off the bat too. Like Sweet. he's just like, oh, I'm a grand. These cool. are baddies. I get to murder them, and I'm like, it's a little bit kind of racist. I mean, like I know that you're like you're cool with the vest in in general a lot of times, but then but like he seems to be like, oh, but they're 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 a bad person. Well, are they Vessin? Yes. Cool. I'm gonna go murder that guy. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to wonder what Nick's case file looked like, like before he found out, and like that after. Like it's like it's like IA. Like why have you had a three thousand percent spike in murdering suspects? Or just like yeah, three thousand percent spike in the number of times he's fired his weapon. Yeah. yeah. Or even. Or even just yeah, solve cases, true. because. Before he knew, he was unable to actually draw all of the connections. Well, but even then, like you would think that his case files would be kind of tenuous, because like at the beginning he couldn't tell anyone. He couldn't tell Hank. He kind of had to hide a bunch of stuff from him. He had to hide stuff from the captain. So between the point that he started, and then when Hank knew, and then even more importantly when the captain knew, although like he knew, but I, yeah, I assume Nick, the captain Nick knew was that like, he knew. Yeah, was he like, knew early on. Loki covering for the best and stuff all the time anyway. Yeah, I was like, oh no, these four homeless people got eaten. Oh, it must be, you know, kids on PCP. I'll write that down. (laughs) Right, 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 right. Yeah, but it's like, like before that, there would have been a lot of holes in his like case files and stuff. Just been like, yeah, I don't know. I just have to live with the fact that it was a giant demon spider. (laughs) Spider. Yeah, like, how did you know that it was this person who wasn't seen at the crime scene, or like, yeah. No, that's that's a fair point. Yeah, yeah, it it, it did get a little bit weird on on that aspect. Uh, I mean, a lot of shows have that problem where, like, the the protagonist his like body count is through the roof if you start running numbers on it. I remember thinking that during uh, Arrow season one, when he's still like killing people, oh and he'd kill like six oh, to yeah. eight people an episode, mm-hmm. and you're like. How many people have you killed, dude? <laughs> well, that was kind of his persona at the beginning that he like just didn't care. He was taking out the trash, basically. Yeah, but it... and then yeah, but but when you leave a body count like that, they don't <laughs> just puppy. poop into dust. You know, it's it's their bodies left behind, and that starts looking real suspicious real quick. That's in fair. I mean, like situation. I remember thinking like one point where 
like some dude dies at the spice shop and Monroe and Rosalie are like, yeah, we got it. We'll take care of the body. And you're just like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. do, do you have like a magic dumpster? You put these bodies. Is there like a grave site out in the woods? I mean, it's Portland. So yeah, like probably. they could probably, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with that one. But it's probably, like, how many yeah. times have, have all of you driven around town with a dead body in the back of the car? But it's okay because he because he was a vested assassin, oh, so I'll just yeah, don't, know, pop don't worry about it. Wood. Yeah. Um, even not assassins. Uh, there's Monroe's ex girlfriend. Uh, her name's slipping oh, my right. mind right now. Who who died? Yeah, he was like, right. put the rock in her body. Was like, cool, good enough. No one's gonna investigate this. Well, he specifically he says too, like he, yeah, he wanted yeah. to do it their way. Yeah, that, that's fair. Yeah, presumably just out in the in the Portland woods slash the Black Forest because it's exactly the same. Uh, <laughs> there's just countless bodies. You, when you see you know, when you see like a mound of dirt in Portland, like you just keep walking. It, it's a body. That's actually a funny point. I I honestly never thought about that fact that the, the reason why they probably chose the Portland thing, aside from it's actually in British Columbia somewhere, wherever they filmed it, because everything is filmed in Canada. Um, that they probably did it uh -huh. there because it was very analogous to the Black Forest. Yeah, I never actually. Put that together. That, that's presumably why there's such a big method population in Portland. Uh, because they, that's fair. Yeah. Also, because they're most of the people you see are like refugees running from like the Royals, so they pick like right. the opposite coastline. It's because far away from them is actually possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I know. I kind of half expected like in terms of the body count for it to be a thing like uh, with Dexter, where eventually someone finds his killing grounds and they're just like, you know, that he's going to like work from the inside to, to thwart the attempts of people to figure out, you know, why there's a mass grave. Yeah. Well, clearly like local authorities are very lax in this setting. Cause like, there's one point where Nick like mails two decapitated heads to someone internationally. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> true that was another one where i'm like i'm pretty sure that a lot of packages internationally get extra yeah it's like what's that don't worry about it just it's fine i mean like what do you do just like customs declaration human skull medical purposes <laughs> yeah okay should be good yeah <laughs> Well, maybe there's a, a Vesta mail system that we don't know about and they never actually mentioned in the show. Because what did he do? Did he ship it through the police department? Did he ship did it through UPS? UPS or with like... the two heads, like, and, <laughs> and had them pack it for him. <laughs> so so, so it's, it's it's WPS yeah. instead? The Vesta postal system? Something? Whatever. Mm. Yeah, that that's a fair point. I mean, they... Yeah, they do all sorts of weird weird stuff like that and get away with it constantly, but... Yeah, whatever. I know it's just a TV show. Yeah, stuff gets glossed over in in TV a lot. But I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. and and also they did cover the bases. They put vested everywhere, literally, like in any office you could think of. That's true. That comes up later with them when the captain goes evil for real, and like all of a sudden he has right. he has like cronies like in every piece of the city, like that work for him now. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're mm -hmm. basically just trying to show that like the Vessen apparently want want power. They're 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 you know pulling the puppet strings from the backgrounds by you know being in politics and and sort of taking over here and there. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, maybe there is like you're just like I need to bail some human heads, and they're like, cool. <laughs> like we got just a cover well, up in, in place for that. 
like we mentioned before, like, you know, Adeline works at that or worked at some point at that um, law firm. And it was because, yeah, I think like when they mm-hmm. were first like he saw her like in the first episode and then when they were sort of more introduced to her later, like there was two other Hex and Beasts that had gotten killed that both worked for the same law firm. Yeah. And I'm just it's like, can you imagine an entire law firm of, you know, magical witches, basically, that. Well, it was later. Like, that's a law yeah. firm. Um, she goes to get her job back and her like former boss is a. Uh... One of the snake dudes. Right. Yeah. The Skellengek. No, no. The, something the, like the that. actual snake guys. Skellengek are like lizard people. And like he like they get like the bald head with the scales on it. Whatever. They There's some anyway, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I gotcha. But yeah. So it's like it's, the lawyer is literally a snake. Yes. It's subtle. Yeah, I think he is the <laughs> second snake lawyer in the because there's the episode with yes. the, the mouse guy. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Laos and Schlanger yeah. is what he is. There we is. go. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Real. Real subtle. Um. Like imagery there. Like lawyer's a snake. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It, that that works out. But. Uh, yeah. It, it is weird to me. Well, then there was another one where there was like a defense lawyer or whatever, where he like could exude pheromones from a frog. Oh, the but... the goat guys. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Those. Those were very weird. Weird episodes. Like all of those. Both of them? I think there were only two. Yeah. Is that cool? It comes up a couple yep. of times. Yeah, there's the one guy with like the bed and breakfast, but that dude's freaking mm-hmm. creepy because he, you know, steals women and hides them in his basement. Um, yeah, that, that's a yeah. whole other problem. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, the other. That, that's pretty on brand for, for that type of lesson, according to the show. Yes. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, I do always kind of have a problem with that, where it's like there's some Vessin like Monroe who can act against their nature, but then the other ones, he's like, oh, he's this kind of Vessin, kill him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, is this show racist? Maybe check first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have had that thought while watching, and it. it's like maybe this is being a little bit racist. I'm not sure. Yeah. Or. Um, and and he is, and that does come up actually. Yeah. Um, with the the blue bod and the pig uh, guys, you over the no. again. Crap, I don't remember. But yeah, pig guys. Our schwein. Our schwein. Our schwein. Our schwein. Yes, our schwein. Um, if there's, it, it's actually in the fire guy episode. They they have to work with the our schwein that actually killed some of Monroe's right, friends. Right. And there's there's a moment when Rosalie calls Monroe out on being racist. Yeah, I mean, I mean, because she calls him out because he's like he just got kidnapped by the KKK slash Besson Nazi guys. Oh right, the the, the Besson Rhine. Yeah, those guys. Most yeah, totally. Totally. I think of. I, yeah, I remember when I was rewatching that, Sam, sending you a screenshot of that and going, totally no Nazi symbolism here at all. They had like the big no, red and all. black banners with the, the lightning bolt sim- symbol on it. Like, bur- totally like burning symbols on people's lawn. Like, this is, there's no analogy to real life situations here, no? Although, like, I realized in, in, in hindsight, looking at that, the symbol that they were burning was the same one that was on their flag. That'd be like going and sticking a swastika in someone's yard and setting it on fire. It's like, well, I mean, the KKK did burn yeah. crosses. I mean, that wasn't on their flag, but it's... Oh, that's a fair point. Yeah. yeah. Which, uh, 
state. Yeah. Also, like, kind of along those same themes, the whole uh, story arc with um, Monroe's parents coming to visit, and he hadn't told them what Rosalie was. Oh, yeah, the whole, like, we don't have mixed race relationships storyline. <laughs> oh, yeah. And and they they refer to them as traditional. Yeah. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, you're right. I feel like the the vesting community there is like a few decades, not not that normal people are, are still quite good, but a few decades behind some certain things. Like they were they were having very like nineteen forties, nineteen fifties era like, no, you don't do that. This is not done. Yeah. And like and like what well, right, okay, like Rosalie calls uh, Monroe out and it's like, you know, like like you don't have good racism and they have bad racism. Like if there's just bad racism, like yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They don't, they don't use those that actually, words, I, but that's that's the energy. I, I yeah, I, I know what you mean. I I, I like that episode, those episodes, and you know, fortunately, they all like get over it. But but yeah, that, that I, yeah, I forgot about that. But they're just like you know, you can't marry someone that's not one of your kind, and it's like, huh, this echoes things I've seen in other places. This reminds me. Oh yeah, this reminds me though, where I can't remember. Because it was like for a case, but at one point Nick has to ask Monroe and Rosalie, like, "What's the deal if you have a human and a vessin or two vessins of different kinds?" And they have to basically sit him down and have the talk, yeah, with him uh-huh. and try to explain it. And even still, like, it was never. I, I was actually mad about that episode because, like, I wanted to know the genetics behind it. Like, I wanted to know, like, the you know the i don't can't remember what that table's called the you know where you yeah. do like recessive and dominant genes and all that stuff yeah yeah i wanted to know what that was like Cause how that it's works genetic because there's another episode where there's the uh the there's a like a half lion half something docile like kid oh 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 no okay and his mom well, is like yeah, a genesis right, it's genetic. He 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 was he was a galapagos tortoise yes yes and his mother tried to splice in lion vessin yeah and to make him more assertive. Yes. Because the tortoise people are very timid. Right. Right. And, but, um. So, so there's literally he, a genetic component. Like, cause she was like a genesist or whatever. And it's like. Yeah. But it, mm-hmm. but it, it was weird though, because it's like, it, it, he wasn't a mix of them. He was just one or the other, depending upon if he was mad or not. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah, she had like a split like personality of some kind. Yeah. But it was. Yeah. That's because she did some wonky sequencing with his. Well, that's fair. But yeah, but my but point is there, there is some genome tree that happened, so it's like yeah. Okay, so yeah, like so if, if a fox and, it, and a wolf have a baby, is it like a a fluff? fluff? <laughs> like what, what? Yeah, they 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 kind of gloss over that, and and because because Nick asks, I think it's Nick who asks rosalie and monroe that and they you know they just kind of shrug it or like well whatever it is we'll love it anyways you know yeah but then later they have like triplets who you never get to see and you're like can we like mm-hmm. re- rewind and like yeah i th- want to know more I think that, yeah you find out they're gonna have triplets and then then they're mentioned in the epilogue yeah yeah because you've got whatever um kelly his kid and then diana diana going off to go hunt something and they're like oh the triplets are going to meet us there yeah and you're like no like what are the triplets like are they all like are like two of them wolves and one's a fox are they all like hybrids like (laughs) i got i got an inquiring mind want to know (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe they'll eventually do like a weird spinoff series that's like i mean that would be cool i mean the series definitely got cut short like 
Mm-hmm. The last season, I think, I think it's a short season in the first place. Like it's not a full. Right. And yeah, like, it is. They're like clearly like, all right, we have like twelve plot points left, and we got to hit them. Like, well, they had to get through the whole weird uh, demon dude. I can't remember his name. Uh, yeah, the destroyer guy, like Satan, basically. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, you're right. He was basically Satan. Which, yeah, then that's another thing that like I would have loved to see too. Uh, more the the alternate universe where Vessen are the normal people, but they're always Vessen. Yeah, and like that was like, hell. That was that was Vessen hell. Oh, okay, they were in Vessen hell. Yeah, gotcha. like, I wasn't. Why were there humans in Vessen hell? There were all kinds of unanswered questions there. Yeah, yeah. right. I, yeah, we could have used for another season just for that, and there probably would have been like twice as many episodes to deal with that. That's that's fair. I'm trying to remember too. Where was the? No, the stick was just the stick that he found was just like part of the staff. Yes, Satan had or something like that. For some reason in my head, it was like it was part of the cross or something. That's because but... you read too much *Resident Files*. Also, I thought the same thing the entire time. Because like yeah, like, you, like I, kept... I mean, when you find a piece of wood that like seven crusaders buried during the crusade, you're like, well, I've I've Clearly seen piece of, piece of the cross, like. Yeah, I see TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. I think that's that's what I thought it was before they explained. Oh, it's from it's from Satan's staff thing. Yeah, because like I mean, it's it's a piece of wood that they find buried by crusaders that heals people. Is the first thing you hear about. That's wrapped right. in a piece of cloth that has images on it, and you're like, okay, I've I've seen all these things before, and they all point in one direction. And, and clear, clearly, the cloth, cloth that it's wrapped in is part of, like, the Shroud of Turin. You know, the Shroud of Turin. Yeah, you know, like, or whatever. Like, I've read enough Urban Fantasy to know where this is going, and then it was something yep. else entirely. Yep. I've read all those Dan Brown books. I know what all this is. Those are, it, like, uh, nonfiction. <laughs> totally real. Totally real. It's totally fine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would like like them to have more time to develop that that last bit. Yeah, same. It, it, it was a bit rushed. I mean, like, although I, I, I knew like I was they, they like wrapped up the royal thing, and then they had like Hadrian's Wall and um, the other evil organization that I can't remember. Uh, Black Claw. Black Claw, and like that, like came up and like got resolved within like one season. I'm like, why did you get rid of your old antagonist and make a new one just to wrap it up? Yeah, Stargate, why'd you do that? Hey, you got follow-up movies. <laughs> I know. Well, it's just, yeah, I, I do always find that funny because it was like, with, with Stargate, sorry, just random aside, but yeah, Stargate's one of those, looks like, like the worst ever, where they're like, we've defeated the Gould. We have two more seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Crap. What do we do? I, or, although, I mean, they they had been setting up the other baddies, like, for a while. Yeah. I think that they were already... They are like, okay, these these are, you know, whatever. Babylon these 5 is also really bad for that, if you've seen all of that. Still haven't watched it. Okay. Uh, it was... And, like, I can't. Uh, Michael Strick... How do we say it? I can't say it. Um, he, like, he pitches the network. He's like, all right, I want six seasons. And they're like, cool, no problem. And then, at some point, they were like, uh, just kidding, you get five seasons. He was like, shit. And he wrapped up the plot line. And then when he did, they were like, you know what? That was really good. You kept your sixth season. And he was like, but uh, I got to make up some stuff now. (laughs) (laughs) I already had this plan. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Yeah. 
But yeah, you're right. With Black Claw, they just completely were like, okay, there's a thing, and now they're gone. Yeah, because like they like you know hugged the king out of helicopter, and like that kind of wrapped up the whole royals bit. They're like, oh, wait, now it's Black Claw. They're the big problem. Wait, we have no time for that. We gotta get the hell and go fight Satan. <laughs> yeah, there's so much more that could have been developed there with Diana and the whole story around the staff and. Mm-hmm. Just the, I wanted to know so much yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. Well, and like Diana is like just ridiculously, incredibly powerful. I mean, like you know, to get through the whole mirror dimension thing, they had to touch it with a stick, and then it didn't work. And she's like, "Oh no, never mind. I got this." And touches the mirror, and then yeah. the portals I, open, I, and everything's fine. I, I think what's supposed to happen is because Nick gets the the grim, uh, like family tree book, and then mm-hmm. the right. major thing the way to defeat Satan is like with like combining the grim family power or whatever. So I sus- I suspect there's supposed to be a, right. like, a storyline of him like finding the rest of the Grimms around the world, yeah, and then doing it that way because there's the um that's fair the guy who's not a Grim yet that brings him the chest like his his dad is dying and he's like I gotta give these books to somebody oh right because his dad was a Grim but he's like not. he shows up like for... like six or seven episodes interspersed and then he just disappeared off the face of the earth at some point and you're like. Yeah, they kind of they they kind of mentioned him a couple of times. I suspect he was supposed to like come into his own and like help. Like there was like this whole like grim power up sequence that was supposed to happen. And you kind of got a glimpse of that with with the grim power up sequence, the grims of the past, where they pulled in his mom and his aunt and trouble who didn't know that they were there. Um, Yeah, that whole scene was both so very Star Wars and Harry Potter at the same time. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, it's like your 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 past family are here fighting with you. Yeah, I, I think that was supposed to play out more of him like collecting additional grim, like living grims. Yeah, I mean, right. I I could see them doing living and deceased grims, yeah. and it would have been really nice too if they had pulled in. I forgot his name, but the old man, the old man that brought him the key. Yeah. Oh yeah, and have him be a ghost too. That would have been cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the well, the guy that we were talking about that he was the the father of the the mm-hmm. guy that brought him all the books because yeah, because the key was like in the or no, the key was the key in the he he gave him one his... key and then they found three other yeah. keys in the chest right the chest from the guy in Germany that Monroe's uncle and then they got um, five keys and they were like yeah. eh good enough and they went and got the the box I know yeah that was a little weird I feel like the the, the writers were like look guys we don't have time to find two more keys well I think yeah. I, I think just, they had said early on that the royal family had the other two had two of the keys like that comes up early on oh yeah right okay so like him having like go get the keys from the royals or like what was left of the royals or something see they they missed out on they could have had a heist episode yeah like just go full um or not what was it italian job yeah they could have had a heist in italy from the royals and then, you know, repeated the whole chase scene with the Mini Coopers. Oh, well, the driving the Mini Coopers. Oh, my God. And you're going to tell me you don't want to see that? <laughs> Sorry, I'm excited about we're, this thought now. It's never going to happen. i got to write the fan fiction. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. The, the Mini Cooper chasing from, from the Italian job mostly just holds, holds a dear place in my heart because they reused that scene shot for shot. In MacGyver, I don't mean redid it. I mean they actually used the footage <laughs> from the Italian Job, one of the most famous movies of all time. Just stuck it in an episode of MacGyver. Well, and, well, you yeah. see, 
in the 80s they didn't realize that like we were gonna like record this stuff and rewatch it i think i mean like i know so they were just like eh, we're gonna broadcast it once no it'll notice i i really want them to do that with a new tv show one time and just like have an actor who's on an episode dies and then three episodes later she's back on as different character because that's the kind of shit that they would pull in the 80s just be like yeah whatever it's fine yeah no one's gonna realize the same actor or, or better yet, replace an actor between seasons. Like, hey, Billy, weren't you taller? Nah. nah. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. yeah. So that, that, that's all other problem. I did not realize he did that in MacGyver, though. They Look, did. car chases are yeah. expensive to film, and editing is yes. cheap. <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, like, yeah, they even would do that in the 90s a lot with B-movies, where it's like, I, I wonder if it was just like something to do with like the legality of copyright and like, well, it's the same studio, so we can just do it. Cause like, I remember seeing a completely, and this is completely off topic, but it's funny, completely terrible movie starring Ice-T and they used footage from a Wesley Snipes movie, Chase Scene. And, and they just made sure to put Ice-T in the same outfit, except for he's not as skinny as Wesley Snipes. And it was quite obvious that it was like, nope, this is a completely different dude crawling around on the back of a, you know, big rig or whatever yeah. it was. I can't remember. But it was just, it was really That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. But no, I, I think the, the whole, like, we got five keys, like, good enough was just like, yeah, we don't have time to, I mean, because they find three at once. You could tell they're just like, we got to wrap, wrap this story up. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they're just like, screw it. Just, just give them three. Just shove three into the locking mechanism. It's fine. <laughs> like, it's totally cool. Well, I mean, they they did kind of set it up well with Monroe's ability to pick locks with his True. his watch repair and his yeah. clock repair skills. True, I, I do like that. They're like, eh, we only got the keys. Just pick the rest of the locks. It's probably fine. Uh, you yeah. know, eh. I like that it had you know a like seven locks and you had to pick two of them, and then it also had like a blood seal on it, and you're like, <laughs> right, right, yeah, that that's fair. Which I always well, find funny too. Go ahead. I was just going to point out how how funny it would have been if it ended up with the royals in the blood seal. <laughs> they have all seven keys and they're like trying to get it open and they can't because they need a Grim. <laughs> the whole, there's a whole new plot line with the royals coming to kidnap a Grim. <laughs> oh my god, that would have been great. Yeah, that would be funny. I thought that's that's what happened mm-hmm. with the, the the zombie the zombie Nick because like in between seasons, like he gets captured and put like in a crate going to Europe, and the next season he right. breaks out and stays in Portland. And I feel like they right. wanted to have him go to Europe and meet the Royals, but they were like, no, that sounds expensive. <laughs> that was stay in Portland. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they might they might have just... I mean, it's something they could have just done that, not necessarily knowing if there was going to be another season. They're like, yeah, we'll figure that out when we start mm-hmm. production again. That's fair. But it conveniently yeah. left him with superpowers. That come up randomly throughout the rest of the series. Yeah, that was weird, because it was like he could hear things that no one else like he could hear when someone was coming from a mile away yeah, he got and, like, other man powers because they, he yeah. got re- they rebuilt him better stronger <laughs> yeah and he was like stronger and it was inconsistent it was very i mean mind you it was it was very on brand for comic books where it's like his power is whatever we need it to be this week to solve the problem yeah he would get like paler sometimes but they remember to do that like to show mm. that he was like oh going zombie i don't See, okay, and that's another one of those things that I, I always find funny with TV shows and movies. And I, 
I don't know, and I, if there is, I want to know if there's like an official term for this. But the kind of thing where they keep doing something, and then eventually, it just gets too difficult to do all the time, and they basically just decides the audience knows that this is the thing. We're not going to worry about it anymore. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Whatever. Early on, they like go, they in go Stargate, big where we're, like his like, oh yeah, he's like going zombie, and later he's just like, oh, I can hear them coming. Cool. Yeah, you're right. Because he would, always, yeah, he would always get pale, or there's times where like someone would wake him up and he looks like he's dead when he's, you yeah. know, when he's sleeping or whatever. But Stargate. yeah, there's a lot of like, yeah, well, like with that, there's a there's a handful, but it's like, oh, you get really cold when you come out the other end of the 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 Stargate because of quantum compression, and then it's never mentioned again. <laughs> Just don't worry about it. Everyone's fine when they go through. It's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't just cover that, but you, it comes up a lot, and especially a lot of like fantasy or sci-fi, where like we can't keep paying for this effect. Yeah, um, Buffy has Buffy the, has the opposite, the... where like the turning them to dust was really expensive. So in early seasons, they do it off camera a whole lot. Yeah, we're gonna show it every time. Yeah, there's a sound. Although, yeah, they show it every time, but it's it's very clearly like the same. CG rendering just composited over the you know mm-hmm. whatever they, yeah they're like all right actor when you die you need to be in this exact position why because that's the CG that we have that reminds me this, we this is pretty well done one, but it's that. funny so Fresh Prince of Bel Air there's a bit where DJ Jazzy Jeff gets hucked out the the front of the mansion if you've seen it okay yeah um they only filmed that once so whatever later in the series because it's, it's a running gag. He's going to get thrown yeah. out of the mansion. He shows up and does a scene in that same outfit. So they got to the point so where, like, when you like, saw oh, him in that outfit, out. you knew it was coming. <laughs> that's great. That's that's fantastic. Kind of the sausage separation in TNG, but <laughs> with an outfit to go with it. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, the sausage separation is just the same thing for it. I don't know if that's, I have I have not seen the re, like the remaster if they kept that. Yeah. Okay. Did. Yeah. But it's the same. the same same shot? They're not gonna throw. They're not gonna throw away a sweet model shot. Like that. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was impressive at the time. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. They they don't change that. They didn't change any like the model shots. They only like redid the CG. Okay. If it was CG, but that wasn't. I wasn't sure if they like decided to like composite some new CG shots for that sometimes or something. Because I mean, some shows do that when they remaster. They're yeah. Like, this yeah, was the yeah. fact that we reused five hundred times. That's get render two other versions of it in cg and mix them in ah, i'm glad they did it no, I like my shots better but yeah yeah it's it's more fun but uh yeah i don't think there's anything else that we had on our list that i didn't want to miss that's fair it's been a good talk yeah the the zombie like pufferfish dude was was kind of cool although it's weird that they would just like throw in like random one-offs like that every once in a while yeah uh, oh the alien guys that, oh, that was yeah. the weird, the weird, weirdest one. Gluenvolks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Which I, I, that brings up a good point. I always do like that with, with books or TV series or whatever, where they're like, let's, there's not an actual precedence for this, but let's take this thing that is a pop culture thing or something that always happens and let's explain it. Yeah. <laughs> in our own way. Cause that one, they're like, okay, cool. Glowy aliens in cattle mutilation. Yeah. Yep. Because the pregnant females have to eat the ovaries of cows because why not? <laughs> because we're the writers a, and we have to decide this. 
Because we, we can do that. And then they're just like, okay, cool. Alien sightings, cattle mutilations. We got it. Go. Yeah, because yeah, they like, like the men in black come up at the end of that or whatever. Because they like capture the alien and all that. There's like a government team yeah. that like what? captures the bounty hunter and they think he's an alien. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. I forgot. Yeah, because he was like the weird talk dude or yeah. something that he was like. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was capturing. He was cat. Yeah, he had something set up in the in his RV to like skin Vessen while they were still Vogue. Yeah. Some terrifying they, like, thing. Reversed like it on him to make the government guys think he was an alien. Hawk alien, I guess. Yeah. Right. Get him off the trail, but, basically. Right. Yeah. But then like he turned back looking human and then it was yeah that was that was a great episode but i I do love that when they're like we're just gonna like tie some random stuff together and make it have like one mythology we just made up right that reminds me of another thing that another person in that series that they should have freaking told the poor medical examiner oh my god that poor lady (laughs) she's like looking at all this stuff and just being completely confused because that was one of those episodes where like they found this like piece of blue glowing skin and she's like look it's skin but it glows and it was very confused about it and i'm like read the woman in on this stuff yeah Mm -hmm. or like yeah she was like well this person died because they got injected from the venom of ten thousand bees that's weird and that would also be beneficial because she would get bodies from other cases and be able to say, hey, guys, got a weird one for you. This looks like yeah. your territory. You know, just like, yeah, so there's that, a lot of opportunity there. So that poor woman's like, there's, there's a whole lot of wild dog attack in this city. I don't understand why. I guess I'll just keep writing them up. Yeah, but yeah, that's like when you when you're basically a homicide detective, read in the the you know the the medical examiner so she knows what the hell's yeah. up. It's not very confused. Get some eyes on me. Yeah, there. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, that's that's actually a great example. Yeah, because at least in their case, like they know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mind you, by the end of that show, everyone knows what's going yeah. on. But, yeah, eh, details. <laughs> Another another yeah. one I want to bring up before we wrap, which is just a super small thing, but I still love it, is the red herring Vessen. Oh yeah, yeah. The what? Yeah. So there's there's an episode where it's really sad. It's heartbreaking. Um, there's the elderly Vessen with dementia. And oh, the the assassin bug Vessen. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. In that episode, there's like a creepy old man in a wheelchair in the home. Or it, it was yeah. the, no, this is that's, not that's a different, different episode. Different so episode. I'm mixing them up. It's the one with the sleep, the, the sleep paralysis. That's demon. what it is. Sleep, yeah, that one. And there's the creepy old man who's sitting in the corner, like watching everything. Oh, right. What he bogues at the and end, he, actually... he turns into a red fish. Because uh-huh. the red herring. And it is. The best, like, silent shot in the history of television. Because yeah, he I... doesn't just bogue. He bogues and he bursts out laughing. <laughs> he just cackles in the corner as a red herring. Yeah, you're right. Because they kept thinking that he was the thing. Yeah. Oh, that... I did not catch that at all. That, yeah, okay, he's a red fish. That makes... Oh, thanks, guys. Now I feel stupid. What are you here for? That, that's what I... our show is about. <laughs> I didn't catch it the first viewing either. It was the second viewing. Uh, yeah, I, when I was doing the second viewing there, I was kind of like I was doing it like while I was working on stuff. And, yeah, I mean, that's, that's uh, entirely a sight gag. Like, there's 
yeah i'm i'm i just may not have even been looking or, or like he was laughing at it but yeah that that is a weird episode too and i love how many times like you've got monroe who's a poor simple clock repairman oh my gosh and they're like hey you should be bait for this thing that can kill you yeah we'll take care It'll of it be before it gets you and they never yeah. do <laughs> they never do, do. He he should not ever trust them to do anything. Yet, He's like, it's fine. How many times does he end up paralyzed and almost dead? Like just in that episode, a couple, couple like I mean, across the series, a lot, all the time. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, in hell, even with him, like speaking of body count, like you know, dude took out an ogre or whatever with that giant gun that fires like three bullets at the same yeah, time like two two or more of them are poisoned <laughs> right off the bat yeah exactly he uh he rips a guy's arm off when he's guarding <laughs> aunt marie when she's in the hospital right he's straight up chewbacca the guy like just... <laughs> beats him with his own arm <laughs> that is, uh, yeah that is, that is a fair point yeah it's like yeah he he's right on the edge there and yeah, then in the, like I said, the episode with the, the giant elephant gun thing, they're just like, he's a clock repairman, but he also is an expert shot. Well, because like that was not exactly a close shot. To be shot. clear, Monroe's killed some people. Yeah, yeah. I don't a know few. if you picked up on that. Yeah, you might. There was some title. Oh, no, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it that it was like earlier in his life. He, he did some things. He may have eaten a few yeah. people. <laughs> don't ask him about he's it. He's repentant. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got I got to. <laughs> yeah but Martin Roche should never trust no, him no there's so many times in awful situations yeah or even they do it to Rosalie a couple of times they're like yeah just go into this like crackdown it'll be fine yeah oh the, the, yeah. the, the, the best in opium den you, you could go in there and be safe right that's a thing <laughs> no totally totally go into this literal totally. opium den and just hang out like don't don't regress <laughs> To be fair, they don't actually send her in. They just get her to get them the passes. And she's outside. And that's actually right. how the the whole storyline where she um, saves Monroe's life and, and they fall in love. Yeah, but they have her get the passes by having her go buy drugs. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, yeah. that's hey, not you buying should be a drug the drugs. Addict. It's buying the passes to get the drugs. Fair. Oh, Chill. Okay. <laughs> it's like... Hey, you used to be a drug addict. Can you go get us some drugs? <laughs> yeah, you know, or get us in to get some drugs? You, you don't like, want to be fine. You won't regress. You used to be a drug addict. So. <laughs> I don't really want to talk about this. Thank you, guys. Yeah, and you're right. At that point, like they don't really know her that well. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's a good series. I enjoy it. It it would have been different if it was uh, not a network show, but yeah. I think it, it came together pretty well. Another another Wait, honorable how, how, mention, though, is how many times yes. the captain rips his shirt open. Oh, that's fair. I mean, yes. I mean, that happens. dude is buff, and it was like any opportunity. He's just like, no shirt. Uh, we saw the actor at a at uh, Dragon Con one year, and he talked about like that, where he was just like, I swear, like every opportunity, they were like, right in me, ripping my shirt off. <laughs> I think. Did you ever watch the TV series Caprica? Yes. So he was in that too, and he it was the same yeah. thing. Oh my god, he was in that. Yeah, he was. I can't remember what his character was. Whatever, he was in it, and yeah, it was just like 
Like, okay, this scene takes place where you've just gotten back and you're changing. It's like, thanks, guys. Yeah. Uh, we could do a whole other episode on that series. I I would have to rewatch that. I I kind of been wanting to rewatch Battlestar, the the good new one, not the old one. Sorry. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. Which which bad old one? Because there's two. Like the original Battlestar Galactica, I've tried watching. I'm not a fan. That's of. fair. Uh, and then there, I like the there was an one. '80s reboot too. Really? Yeah. Damn. I forgot about yeah. that. There's probably a reason you forgot about it. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. Although, Sam, like, what do you mean by, like, if, in light of the fact that Grimm was a network show? Like, how uh, would, just how like would the, you think the, like, at least they would have gotten season-to-season arcs that weren't, like, inconsistent throughout. Right, okay. Like, that's fair. like a, a lot of the art, like, they... You could almost like, especially in like the mid seasons, like you could feel like building up something and then just having to like take a left turn, like right now and like forget all about that. Okay. Yeah, it, it is funny to think about that though, because like, pretty much up until you know, like when that show was when that show was ending, we were starting to get into TV series that were like streaming only or on some of the other networks where they had a little bit more latitude with doing. And stuff. also, like Netflix shows are not don't have to be encapsulated in the same way that weekly shows are right so it's like if a storyline right. stretches across three episodes that's not a big deal but if you're doing yeah if you're and, doing if, a and, weekly if, show and right, if you need an hour and yeah oh hour and six minutes sorry. then you're fine but like yeah if you're working a show whatever. for nbc they're like no you have 47 minutes and you get like i don't know three two-parters this entire season like <laughs> yeah that's that's a fair point yeah, it's always weird to me. I've had a couple, like, as it gets into, like, the shows that are more streaming, I'm like, oh, no, we still got time to watch another episode because we've got 25 minutes. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, episodes might be half an hour. They might be 40 minutes. It's, it's all yeah. over the place. I mean, going back, actually, The Good Place got a really weird, like, finale, even on network. Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. That's fair. It would have been, I, I would love to see, like, a alternate universe Grimm where it was made because i think it was about the same time that grim was on was like the heyday of sci-fi channel having original series because like caprica was from that too where it was just like you know apparently they had all the money and got to got to do cool series and grim i think would have been a very different show yeah if they had done yeah that. i can't say it would have been better or worse but it, it's interesting to think about like what a more a, a less procedural less episodic grim would have looked like it would have been yeah yeah if they could have stretched it out more yeah. it would have been would have been interesting yeah i'm not gonna say better or worse but yeah 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 i mean you know you can you can always uh wish that you get to see the you know it's like the uh eric stoltz version of back to the future that will never exist <laughs> so yeah, I that probably would have been alternate t- reality is that what you're suggesting like are we going fringe territory oh man yes full fringe territory which is another one. I might have to rewatch that yes, again soon. So good. It, it Fringe is so. I got to watch Fringe live, like year to year, and it is so much better. Like being able to binge it. Yeah, I think I watched it when there was only like one season left to air. Yeah, I'm I watched sure. the entire series live, and like I love the show, but man, was that painful to like every like every week you get an episode and then like okay that was the season finale see you next year 
<laughs> brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah, it is. Anyways, we should probably wrap this up. It's getting towards the end of it. That's fair. So it's been fun. Yeah. I like this format. Yeah. Thank you for joining, Thank Brandy. You for me. If anyone ever and, hears this, uh, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> not not too sorry. It's, it's if fine. there's the French episode, I'll be back. Okay. Well, we'll have to do that. I'm I'm gonna have to rewatch that because I've seen it. I've watched it twice, but it's been a few. If we do a French episode, I'm gonna I'll get to, like take notes. Oh yeah. And, like, oh gosh. Yeah, there's so much that I would want to talk about. <laughs> I know, and Sam, maybe someday we can we can do a MacGyver episode. We'll watch all of MacGyver. Only, and then I'll complain. Only if we it. do a uh, Quantum Leap episode after that. <laughs> I'm down for that. Back to the '80s month. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, yeah, that 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 would be amazing. All Anyways, right. yep. thank you, everyone. That's it. That's the episode. Thanks. Bye, Bye everyone. everyone.